Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon. So welcome to How We Grow, the vacation rental show. I'm Linnell Gordon, and I have a really special guest here, Jed Stevens. And Jed is a property manager, guys. And Jed, tell me a little bit about your company and what you guys do. We are based in Kauai, the town of Kaloa. So the company is called Kaloa Kai. We have about 45 properties under management right now. We're starting in 2015. We've got a staff of six to seven people. And I run it primarily from my home in Newport Beach. It's been quite the say how to do a lot of things with good systems. That's great. Now, believe it or not, 45 is around the average property management company size. So if you were going to give advice to property managers who were looking to grow their company, what advice would you give them? I'd say the most important thing that you can do when you're looking to grow your company is to make sure that your company is under control before you try to start adding on to it. There's a large movement out there. There's a large push to grow your inventory all the time, but people often kind of let their eyes get the better of them and they reach for more than they can grasp. Mm -hmm. And so what I've found is that there's a lot of help in getting your company under control, your SOPs, your process, making sure you know what it is about your company that's working, what you need to work on before you go try to add on more and more inventory. Because what more inventory is going to do is it's going to set up multiples. It's not just multiples of profit, it's also multiples of product. So if you haven't taken care of your internal housekeeping, so to speak, those products are going to multiply with the property. So I have a question for you. Your 45 properties, is that because that's where you want to be? Are you looking to be 3,000 properties? Are you looking to be 100 properties? Where do you want to be? You know, that's actually changed for us as we've gone on. When we originally started, my goal was to have 45, 50 properties in two or three markets on several of the wide islands. Okay. So I was shooting for four or 500 properties. Wow. Well, what I found from doing this and living through COVID and everything like that, where we were shut down for 13 months, was that I probably don't actually have the appetite for that level. And so what we've decided is we are Hoipu Beach Specialists. That's our happy spot. That's our zone. We're now at 45. We're going to grow to somewhere around 60. I always reserve the right to push that up as we get better at what we do. Mm -hmm. But it's our team's concept that we can do 60 properties in our small area with a total market size of about about properties. We can do that very, very well. We can do that with very high user expectations and reviews, high owner reviews. Uh -huh. We can keep people happy and we can do an excellent job at that level. And frankly, because Hawaii is the kind of market that it is, we're busy 24 seven, 365 days a year. So the returns on that and the profits are well within what we need to be satisfied as, as business owners and take care of our staff and everybody could have just a great life. So for us, we have capped it at that number because we have resolved what it is that we really want out of this. So we want a good life to a great place that everybody can enjoy and be happy to be a part of. So you're actually talking a lot about work-life balance here Absolutely. and the amount of time it takes for you to manage what you're managing. So how long have you been doing this? We started in 2015, so about seven and a half, eight years. Eight years. So if you look back over those eight years, what's the one piece of advice that you give to property managers that are looking to grow their business? I would say, mm, I wished I hadn't done X, or if I had done this, I would do this differently. What would you do differently? I would have focused on hiring some key people a little bit earlier on. Oh, that's a number one, that people say. Always is. That's a number one, guys. Yeah. Don't forget that. Always. Once you know you've got the staff behind you, you've got a team, 
becomes a lot more about how to optimize with the team right. than it is about how art can I work, how much can I show that yeah. I'm there 14 hours a day. Really, that you're creating your own prison. Bring people in, bring people on your team, you get them up to speed. You're not only empowering them to be part of a functional group, but you're bringing in other ideas, other concepts, and that's going to invariably help you grow in ways you couldn't even imagine. So I'd say that's probably one of the biggest things. You know, another one was it took us a lot longer to get into the BRMA networking group. And I've learned so much from my contacts yeah. and all the people. Yeah. And you know, I did that primarily out of my distaste for the conferences that I went to from my previous career. Yeah. You know, spending all this time at a booth, things like that. I had a really bad taste in my mouth for it, so I delayed it. But I've grown so much more professionally and, and even some personal growth from having that network interaction. Let me ask you this. I want you to tell me your favorite guest story or your favorite story. You know, I don't know that I can point to a specific review. I read every review that comes in. And so I know all lists we're hitting that we're missing. I think some of my favorite reviews are ones where you know, we recently had somebody who came and stayed and took the trip as a function of a saying goodbye trip to a level. So they had a senior member of their family just passed away and the family came out to honor them. That was really touching because not like we did a whole lot to make that happen, but we provided the platform that now they're going to take that memory forward. That time of letting go and the time of healing together and being in a place that's paradise like Hawaii and allowing them to have that experience or helping them to have that experience was, was really active for me. I think that's beautiful. And guys, I think that as property managers, we should have something in place. Let me tell you why. For this specific event, because if you listen to this podcast, you'll find that that as well is a recurring theme that is important to us as property managers. It's very important that those life-changing events, we do well to help them be a part of that. So it'd be great if someone would come up with some ideas for us as property managers. If you have ideas of things that you've done for end-of-life stays for people that are coming, would you email me that so I can put that on one of the podcasts? Or if you've done a really great job of that, would you reach out to me because I'd love to interview you as well. That really changes our life. It touches our hearts. Built by property managers for property managers. Streamline is a powerful software that gives managers enterprise level capabilities to drive more revenue and improve operational efficiency. Migrate into Streamline allows property managers to gain functionality while reducing the need for multiple vendors, improving flow by logging into a single system and reducing redundant technology costs. With Streamline, property managers achieve revenue lifts by leveraging our fully-fledged communication center, reservations quoting system, revenue management tools, homeowner acquisition CRM, and powerful direct OTA connections. Streamline also has industry-leading trust accounting and report capabilities to give you clarity in an overall company performance. Learn more about Streamline vacation rental software at streamlinevrs.com. What we've done too is we've actually taken a program from an employee that used to work in another company in town that was sold to a big company. And so she didn't want to work for a big company. She came to work for us instead. And one of the things she brought up was this concept of a wow gift. So what we do is we send out a guest survey two weeks before the guests come and we ask specifically, what are you celebrating? And are you bringing kids and what are their ages? And so what we do with that information, we send out a form and then it comes in, we've automated 
the responses to those forms to go to our employees to say, this is an event that qualifies. It might be an anniversary, a birthday, a, a greeting trip or something like that. And it allows us to then tailor a small gift or put into the property when they arrive. It says from the Kaloa Kai team, you know, happy anniversary, happy graduation, happy honeymoon, all those kinds of things. And it allows us to both ask the guests what they're there to celebrate and then to honor that by recognizing that it is nothing huge. It's not, it's not, it's, or, not doesn't, it's the acknowledgement. And so those work their way into our guest reviews. We share every one of those wow reviews that we place. We have our staff take a picture of it and we include that on our So on a monthly basis, the owners see That's how right. many of our, of our guests that are staying in their property have received a welcome or a wow. It's a, it's a really great program. You know what else that's good for? I mean, I think about it on all levels because we often don't tout ourselves as much as we should for the things that we do to our owners. Right. They just don't know. Exactly. But doing that type of acknowledgement really lets your owner know that you're doing a really good job for their guests. Oh, I'd love that. And One of the other things we did really this, this past year is we've decided to put every single task that we do, every time we go into a property, we create a task for it. And my staff has direction to every time they enter the property to complete the task, write a summary and take a photo. Even if it's just, you know, a photo of a shotgun in front of their at mm -hmm. in front of their front door, they understand that we were there to take care of something. Right. Well, even though we're not billing the owners for those things, we put it on the statement as a cost and then we take it off the statement as a credit just to show them we were there. And our owner statements have got from five to eight pages. So now our standard owner statement is twenty five to thirty pages because it shows all Do they get a copy of the pictures? Absolutely. Yeah. That's part of our invoice and they get all of that information. We wrote that about six years ago for a company out of Palm Springs with our housekeeping software. Yeah. That is really Oh, it's it's what it is. It makes a difference. And what it does that helps to give context when you do have to charge for something. Absolutely. They understand, okay, they're not just nickel and diamond. You right. To see, and it turns out about two thirds of the time we take in a property, we don't charge for it. Exactly. So over one third that we do, they have context there. They understand that we're taking care of the property and it's wonderful communications. I love that story. Alex Risser used to own a company in the Outer Banks, a very large company, and he used to do things like that years ago where he would put it on and take it off. And would, I was like, you know, that's really great. It shows worth it and it shows value that you're giving without saying I'm the best property manager you see on a desk back. Exactly. Well, and we actually do for standard inspections. We call it a $15 charge. But it's a fifteen dollar takeaway, so it's a net zero. It's probably worth more than fifteen dollars. Oh, for sure, but, the inspection. Yeah. yeah, but we're telling them, hey, we took time. There's value associated with that. Even if we don't have to come out and tell them, there is value associated with this. They get it through the statements. It's been a great road. I would be interested to see your next twenty properties. How are you choosing them? So we've decided those next. 2015 properties that we're at, we've started to take on some larger homes. We started with condo market because of a lot of those things. Oh, and so we gained our experience or footing with that market. Mm -hmm. And in the last year, we've taken on four or five houses that are more sleeping than eight to 10 to 12. Mm -hmm. So three, four or five bedroom houses down by the water, all of those types of things. And they break into that a lot more considerations, mm -hmm. a lot more stuff has to happen to do that right. So we've spent the last year developing our operations to support that larger house market. And so our goal for this next 15 to 20 properties is to focus primarily on bringing in, not necessarily new or nothing's all that new, yeah. but bringing in new to us properties that have that each front single family owned application. So that's where we're opening in roughly 40 condos, 20 homes, and that will round out our portfolio. 
boots? So are the larger homes more profitable for you or are they better inventory for searching online or why are you choosing that particular type of property? Mostly because there is a larger thing. The homes have higher margins. They're probably 60% higher margins than the condos. Okay. And they're not 60% more. And they are more work, but only if you don't have a good developed process for him. So base. exactly. So we developed that base. We've come up with the property management system to work alongside Breezeway to handle larger home style issues. And now that we're there, we're thinking, okay, that's probably where we're going to focus. That and higher end condos. So Jeb, one of the reasons that we started this podcast the way we did is we wanted to create a network of mentors. So if there are people listening and maybe they're looking to start property management company, or maybe they're at the whatever mark and they'd like to talk to you, would you be to talk Absolutely. to Absolutely. them? How would they find you? How should they reach out? Probably the best way is through email or okay. just go on to Kalokai.com and Put in a standard contact request form. What's your email address? Info at Kaloakai.com. And how does Kaloa? K-O-L-O-A-K-A-I.com. There you go. Well, guys, thank you so much. I look forward to seeing how you do with your debts. Gene and Groves. This episode of How We Grow is brought to you by Streamline. To find out more about how Streamline can help grow your vacation rental business, visit StreamlineVRS.com. Make sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.